Hi. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. How it's Monday y Monday, you know? Well, yeah. And today, I mean, we hope to have some big behind the scenes things happening today. Yeah. So uh, keep an eye out on our Krisha and Frank page, social media, or if you're off the socials, well, it's all right. I'll figure out a way to put it on our KrishaandFrank.com. Yeah. To, so you can keep informed. Because uh, tick tick tick, I think a week from today is our the big announcement that we finally are well, going mean, to make. Like we'll be making the hopefully we'll be making the announcement. Oh, about the sooner. announcement. The announcement about the announcement. Right. I mean, well, the announcement it is just like we we start working there on February first. Yes, that's true. We have a deal that goes live. Right. So that's that's what we're going to announce. So hopefully we'll announce it before February first, so people on February first are already ready to tune in and ready be, for that. Yeah. Good. All right. Boom. That sounds like that, a plan. Did that give away too much? Probably. Did I tell you about that time that I had a dream that I ate somebody's magic mushroom cookies and then I tried to make myself get rid of them? And I was living in a hotel? You started to um, before we were recording. Mm-hmm. And I, I, yes, I remember hearing this and then not knowing what to say about magic mushrooms. Do you ever have dreams that like stick with you throughout the day and it's like weird because like part of you, like your brain doesn't doesn't differentiate that it didn't happen? No, I think women dream differently than men. I would believe that. I um, rarely do I remember a dream. Yeah. And then when I do, it's because I wake up in the in the middle of the night for some reason. The dream, oh, well, something mm-hmm. has happened in the dream that has awakened me. And I was going to go with the pat answer that I don't remember dreams. But now that you mention it, I think a couple of times in the not too distant past, I woke up in the night and knew realized, oh, that was a dream. But now I can't on right. the spot recall what it was it wasn't enough of traumatic enough that i'm like oh i dropped this thing yeah i don't know if maybe i just i have very vivid real dreams and i remember them or if women do or if i'm just it's another one of my exceptional superpower qualities of dreams weird but i was living in a hotel in the dream in the dream like i lived in the hotel mm-hmm. and i also you do I, seem like of all the people i know who will eventually live in a hotel you know, and have the upper floor to yourself oh, would be your I thought, suite. I, okay. I thought you meant the other direction of somebody who has to live in a hotel. <laughs> Pay him by the night. <laughs> no, I meant like... No, thank you for that. This is where I'm going. I'm just... I've decided. I'm just going to take over the top of the hotel. Like Elaine uh, Stritch. Yes. Elaine Stritch lived in a hotel for the last 20 years of her life. See? I love that. That's what I was thinking. She's, oh, she's so good. Elaine Stritch at Liberty is one of my favorite things ever on the planet. Anyway, um, no, I think if I were to live in a hotel, I'd be more like the caretaker of like living in Montana at some like ranch. And it's my job every day to go and pick up the sticks and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then there'll be a motel there connected to it. So you'd be the Norman Bates. Yeah, something like that. You live there and you run it. Or like in Wilmington, I could go run an air, like a a hostel or an Airbnb resort. Wilmington, Delaware? No. uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. Oh. Yeah. That's a much more interesting place than than Wilmington, Wilmington, Delaware. South Carolina? No, it's North North Carolina. Carolina. I I, I don't know that I could find it on a map Mm -mm. uh, off the top of my head. No, wait, right. There. Is it right um, there. is it near the Outer Banks? Yes. The Outer Banks are nice. I've yeah. been there. But I remember it being uh, Duck mm-hmm. and Carola and uh, Kitty Hawk is what I remember. Yeah. I've never been there. I've been I've been to the Outer Banks. I've been to Wilmington. But um, 
But no, I could see myself living in a hotel like that. But in this dream, I was living in a hotel and I had access to the room across the hall, but nobody ever cleaned it. And I know this because there was a yellow piece of paper. There was a parking pass that was laying on the floor. And every time I would go in there, it was laying on the floor. And somebody had a baby and it was like this little infant. And I was in charge of taking care of it during the day. But then these all these teenagers and 20-somethings were partying in the indoor swimming pool. And I like was hanging out with them, but I was hanging out with the baby because the baby knew how to swim. So I was swimming with the baby and I grabbed one of their cookies. They like, and I was, because they had said we have cookies. And so I ate a cookie and she was like, oh, those are my magic mushroom cookies. And then I was freaking out because I was in charge of taking care of this baby. And now I'd eaten a magic mushroom cookie. And in my dream, I was trying to make myself throw up. And then I woke up too. Did the dream take that much time or did it? Oh, was it's it like, probably longer. Oh, wow. We could look at how long my REM sleep was before I woke up. That's what I'm, I wonder, because I wonder sometimes if time is compressed in dreams. Like, it's only a, it only takes a few seconds, but your imagination right. expands it out and fills in the blanks. And it's like you know, your eyes, I mean, your life flashing before your eyes or your dream right. happens in a flash. Or does it actually take that, all that time? I was in REM sleep from 8.16 to 9.10. So that says 53 minutes there. Yep. I was hmm. 53 minutes. So that's like, maybe that was my whole dream length. That could be it. Yeah. Could be a long dream. That I, I Did remember... you see how long my sleep was? Three hours and 11 minutes. No, I didn't actually. Yeah. I was only looking at the that one little part. Yeah. But I, I'm thinking about uh, dreams that I've had that are frustrating because they're stuck in, you can't move forward. You can't get to the that's next scene. That's a nightmare. Scene. Oh, okay. When it just keeps going and you're trapped and you can't get out. Yeah. But I, I don't remember much detail about it. I mean, I don't enjoy dreaming. It's not something that I look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to dream tonight. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, doesn't uh, doesn't really Have light you ever me up. Woken up for a dream from a dream and fallen back asleep and gone back into the dream. That happens pretty often. Really, mm-hmm. to normal to people. To me. Oh, um, so you said I, to normal people, and then <laughs> I, to me. Oh, I don't know. I again, I I just it's something where. You know, I, for many years, going to sleep was just something I would do. I would nap mm-hmm. in the afternoon, and I would sleep at night, mm-hmm. and I was out, and I would wake up, and then I would move on with my day. Right. Uh, it was just, it was a maintenance. That I, had, mm-hmm. I slept because I had to sleep. Right. It wasn't something I was excited about. It was, I just, in order to do everything else I wanted to do, I had to take a nap or right. take a, a... In order to live, I have to sleep. Right. And that's still kind of the way I look at it. I mean, there was a night where... I was stuck on the crossword puzzle. I had tried to, <laughs> I knew I had something off on the crossword puzzle. It was, it was, there was a twist. And this it is was, the one that you, I mean, we've talked about numerous times. It's the New York Times. It's the mini puzzle. Yeah, but I do the, I do the maxi puzzle and it was like right. maybe the theme Thursday and there was something about the theme and I, I couldn't, I was trying to figure out, it was actually, it was spin the bottle. It was the theme of it was spin the bottle. And this is what you do to relax before you go to sleep. Is race through the New York Times crossword as fast as I possibly can while the clock is ticking. Mm-hmm. So it's not very relaxing at all. because yeah. uh, I'm. But yeah, well, in a little yeah. bit of a way. I, I do get some satisfaction. Like I finished a mini uh, in 15 seconds recently. Yeah, I used to do the minis a lot. And you and I would compare our speeds. Yeah, my wife does them now with me and she always looks at it and she, she does hers and she feels good about it. And then she clicks on the <laughs> scoreboard and just goes. <sighs> <laughs> okay, so you were in bed, you were working on your maxi puzzle. The spin the bottle was the theme mm-hmm. and there was a trick to it and I knew it had to be, I thought maybe it had to be a rebus and I, and I couldn't get it to... 
I thought I had filled in everything correctly, but it said I hadn't. Oh, okay. So I um, said, oh, I said it's 11 o'clock at night. I'm going to bed. And I woke up multiple times during the night. And I'm... <laughs> Your re- brain's still asleep trying to solve the puzzle. Solve the puzzle. And I'm thinking, oh, what if I take the word bottle and put that here, here, and here? But you woke up with that in your brain. That's what I thought of. Mm-hmm. And then I went out to, and then, and then I, so I, got, I went to the bathroom or something. And I thought, mm-hmm. uh, maybe I'll look at the... No, that's not going to work. And I went back to bed. <laughs> and then I think that happened again. <laughs> where I woke up in the night and I thought, ah, wait, if I do twist it... No, maybe that's not... <laughs> And then the third time, mm-hmm. it was, oh, no, you spin the letters in the word bottle. That's what they mean. Mm-hmm. Spin the bottle. So there's, and that's how it worked. So I figured it out finally. Was this the same night that I text messaged you at four o'clock in the morning and you immediately answered me? It's possible. <laughs> I would have to look and match the, the dates to I see. I think it was. It's possible. I, I think. Go, I've, I've woken up. Um, <laughs> If I, was, I don't finish the puzzle before I go to bed, it, it weighs on my head. I was, I was really surprised that you messaged me back because, one, when I go to bed each night, I turn my phone like you, you I will not get a text. I will not get a call. Yeah. Like, it, like it, a smart person. But, I mean, it, sometimes it's stressful because if there's an emergency with my kids when they're a night they're not with me, I'm not going to know until I wake up because my phone doesn't vibrate. It doesn't beep. There's no special setting. That's it. And so I was surprised that you don't do that when you go to bed. Well, I had um, used to get awakened by all Mm -hmm. those notifications. Mm -hmm. This is going back a few years. And it occurred to me, I saw saw some advice on somewhere. Why do you have all your Twitter, Facebook, Instagram notifications? Who cares if someone likes your post? So I went through and and disabled all of the social media notifications. Mm -hmm. So really the only things that will make it through or a phone call, a text message, and maybe a, I think I have WhatsApp turned on mm-hmm. to that level. Um, those three things will cause a, a sound and a vibration. But right. anything else, I mean, like a, a Facebook message, I wouldn't know I got one yeah. unless I unlocked the phone and saw that the, the bubble had changed, right. that you have one or two messages waiting for you. I never even have my phone on to where it makes noise, ever. But when it vibrates, it makes noise. Right. But I'm saying, like, it, I never have the sounds on. One of my sisters is that way as well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's permanently on mute. It's either, it's either vibrate or nothing. But you're tuned to hear the vibrations, mm-hmm. so that Well, counts. it comes to my Fitbit, too. See, all right. So you've got a backup plan. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I had a Fitbit, um, I, it would tell me, who, you know, yeah. who was calling or who had texted. Yeah. 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 Like a caller ID situation. Um Honestly, and I don't even like bother counting my steps or calories or anything on my Fitbit anymore. It just does it because it's on my arm. Honestly, I it's weird to not have it because I miss notifications on my phone. Well, I'm debating debating whether to tell you one of the reasons. I think, um, I don't want to get Jerry mad, but maybe I'll tell the commercial. <laughs> one of the reasons I keep the phone turned on for noises is because when she calls... Mm. And if I don't answer, mm-hmm. she calls again and again. And the only time that that's okay is when she knows that we're recording and you're on airplane mode. Right. But but if I if she's driving home from work and wants to vent mm-hmm. or just wants to call talk about whatever, mm-hmm. um, and I don't answer, she gets frustrated by that. Right. She wants me to be available to her. Right. We're married. That's that's part that's part of the deal. 
Yeah. That's part of the package. So that's part of the reason I leave that on so that okay. I can answer her call. Okay. I so, felt weird texting you at four o'clock in the morning, but I was answering a question that you had asked me earlier in the day and it was on my mind and I was wide awake. I didn't go back to sleep until that very next night. Um, and, and I assumed that because you have texted me in the middle of the night, but I assumed that you would have it like on airplane motor. I would never have texted you at yeah. four o'clock in the morning, but I sent you a text and it was like, Poof, and it popped. I'm like, Jesus. And then I felt weird. I was like. I don't want to be texting Frank at four o'clock in the morning. I felt weird answering you, and I wish I hadn't. I mean, I didn't care. I, like, I don't know. It's like if Jerry were to wake up and you're in bed on your phone yeah. texting. I th- who's it? Uh, you know that girl that I work with, Krisha. But I feel like that would have like she would have been like, oh, okay. That's but, true. She, but, yeah, she's. But a... also, I was just like, look, I'm. I have no interest in texting a married man at four o'clock in the morning. No one does. That's why it's so unusual. You to get a absolutely message. shouldn't. That's why I was so excited to get a message. <laughs> Like, oh, someone wants to talk to me. <laughs> Ooh, Steve's tree service. Yes. Uh, speaking of messages, they want to talk to I, I've got messages from a uh, one of the pageant winners. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk to uh, Caitlin Federick Ooh. coming up after we talk about Steve's tree Fedrick. service. Caitlin Federick. Dang, it's like realtor. You want to add me in there. Fedrick. It's like realtor. Fedrick. 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 Caitlin Federick is a <laughs> lovely beauty pageant winner, yeah. Ferris of the Fair winner, and things. And we're going to talk to her momentarily. But right now, it's Steve's. Tree Are they calling service again? They might be. <laughs> Seriously, can you? T- I know that. That's probably Caitlin calling one. in early. So, or we can pretend that it's Caitlin calling in early. Oh, no, it's actually Megan. Oh, okay. Well, we'll have to... Sorry, Megan. All right. <laughs> ah. This is the... Whew. Okay, Steve's Tree Service. Yeah, just take it. I'm going to sit here. Okay, you do it. Steve's Tree Service, they've been in business for over 20 years. Not only will they come out and give you a fantastic estimate, as they did with Frank, but they will bring out guys who climb trees, chainsaw them down. They will clean up their mess. They're great with everyone, including seniors who may need a little extra care and extra time in figuring out what they would like to do with their trees. So please give them a call. I'm not the senior you're talking about, but they were very nice to me also. (laughs) They serve all counties, Knox, Blunt, Severe, 865-257-6214. Yep, five-star rated on uh, all the apps, the Yelps and the Googles and the and the Facebooks. Okay, okay, let's talk to Caitlin. I got to say hi to a friend of mine named Caitlin Federick. Uh, Caitlin, say hi to Krisha. Hi. <laughs> hi, I'm Caitlin. I'm so excited to meet you. Frank has talked a lot about you. And actually, didn't you think you saw her in the Carnes Parade? Or was I that... did. Yes. It was somebody else, though. It was somebody else. It was, um, you knew your friend um, Lexi was in the uh, Carnes Christmas Parade. And you were like, was that Caitlin? Yes, she was. I'm like, I don't know. I was and, like, I don't Krisha, know. And <laughs> Krisha rode me hard because I said, um, they're one of my pageant girls. No, <laughs> like, it's one of the girls from my pageant. Is that what I said? Yes. So now Frank has his own pageant, apparently. That's, <laughs> that's what he does. Well, let's back up then. And Caitlin, <laughs> maybe you can tell the story. The reason that I know a beauty queen is really because of your mom. Uh, she got me involved in emceeing a beauty pageant at the, well, it's really the Carnes Fairest of the Fair. And I think I emceed it multiple years, including the year that you won. Um, but tell me your side of that story so we can explain to Krisha why we're talking to an 18-year-old <laughs> are, wearing a tiara. You're currently Miss Knoxville Teen, correct? Yes, I'm Miss Knoxville Teen USA and going to compete at Miss Tennessee Teen USA in, a, in March. Awesome. 
All right, so back us up and tell me, well, how did this start? Because you contacted me and said, hey, can I be on your show? I'm like, well, uh, it's not the same show as last year, but you can still be on it. <laughs> it's better. <laughs> well, I wanted to be on the show because, like I said, I had a great experience on the Smoky Mountain show, and then I saw that you had this new show. So I reached out to you because I've known you for forever, since I was, I think, eight years old. is when we first met at the Carnage yep. Spirits of the Fair pageant. And that's the year that I also won. So I got to know you a little bit more. And then my mom was the president of the Carnes Fair. And then you were doing the MC the next year that I was crowning. So that's how I got to know you a little bit. So we kind of had this actual professional relationship because we had this one when you're dealing with last year's winner it's very business-like and backstage because you just have this thing all right uh, you go there your mark and it's really very right. nitty-gritty uh but when you're dealing with someone who's already been through it like caitlin it's a pleasure <laughs> because i can talk to you in those terms and you're like yes yes, yes. and you can talk right back to me because in that because she knows the drill and what's going it, on you know what i mean yeah, yeah. Like you probably know the drill better than i do <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> So, because I don't know you at all, how did you get into this? Because, I mean, you just said that you met Frank and won Ferris of the Fair when you were eight. So, did that start, I'm guessing that started before you were eight. I think I competed in one pageant before I competed in the Carnes Ferris of the Fair. And, of course, that was my mom who put me in it. She, I guess she just found it one day and she's like, you need to do this. So, I I got the sense that your mom might have competed when she was your age. Is that right? She did. Yes, she did. Yeah. Well, you come from a beautiful family, you know, your brother, your mom, everyone in the family is just lovely. Um, And now one of the things I remember from our previous interview is one of the campaigns is a as a pageant winner, you have to have a cause in a campaign. And you had a really great one about how Caitlin cares for our uh, our veterans. Yes, it's called Kate, which stands for keeping all troops encouraged. And it's from my family they have a lot of military based people and we have a bunch of friends and i just want to support them and show my appreciation i've done a bunch of thank you cards over 2000 at this point (laughs) and i give them to soldiers and veterans and i just want to make sure that they feel appreciated and i also do the care packages to send overseas but that's my big goal with this is to just make sure they're appreciated and you're also juggling a full load as a high school senior. And <laughs> and I saw you in the newspaper recently. What was the teen board? You were, got did something. What was that? So that was the Distinguished Presentee Award. And I won that because of my community service hours. Like I said before, I've done 2,000 cards. So that counted into oh, it. And I've also done over 200 hours with the JDRF Foundation and Imagination Library. And Excellent. just race across america just things like that and i was able to get that many hours and i was honored for it and i couldn't be more thankful and one one thing that i'm actually pleased you answered this mystery for me is when i would get these facebook messages from you know pageant winner caitlin federick i sometimes really thought it's probably just her mom (laughs) saying it's caitlin but really is you (laughs) yes it's always going to be me i'm always messaging people um just trying to get out there and I do well, you got to talk myself. to Miss Georgia that way, right? Who was that yes. you talked to? Yes, I am doing the Instagram Lives right now. I've reached to a bunch of title holders, so we will be seeing the Instagram Lives very soon. So I'm very excited about that. 
Is that something that has come about because of the past year and not really being able to go out? Because I don't think that you've been able to compete or be out like you usually would. And so have you doing Instagram lives and connecting that way? Is that something that came about? Yes. Since I cannot do many appearances because of COVID, um, a lot of our appearances have been canceled or postponed or just very strict. So I mm-hmm. thought that I'd get to know some of the other girls by Instagram lives and I love it so much. I feel like it's helped That's me really grow cool. a lot. And at least I get to know people. I've met girls from Hawaii, New Hampshire, Georgia. So it's a really cool experience. I recommend it to any everyone, even if you're not in pageants. Yeah. And that's like, that's such a cool thing is the, the goodness Frank and I've talked about it a couple of yeah. times, like everybody tends to focus on the negative that's come because of having to lock down and because we can't travel, but there's so many good things and new ways to connect with people that I think the, that's such a cool way that you found that you're like, Hey, I'm yeah. going to meet some people. I think I probably social wouldn't media admit. is definitely a very positive way to do it right now. I think it's mm-hmm. one of the best ways and I love getting to know everyone. So what had happened was we were FaceTiming Caitlin and we lost connection. So we sent her some questions Oh, and she recorded it because we tried to pretend that she was still over here on the iPad and man, it made Frank mad. So we're just gonna <laughs> ask her some questions. I didn't do the thing with my fingers, did no, I? You, I no, will, I'm about I mean, to. <laughs> <laughs> so so we, I was trying to ask, go ahead. Go no, ahead. I'm just I, saying like full transparency, we lost connection. So now we have like, there's so much editing and I say we, that means Frank has so much editing to do. But Caitlin is adorable and wonderful and I hope we get to talk to her again. Right. But we did ask her some questions that she recorded her answers to. Starting with, Mm -hmm. uh, what is your connection to this uh, Miss Smoky Mountain uh, teen pageant on February 6th? Last year, I chose to be Miss Smoky Mountain Teen USA. And I chose that because of my love for the Smoky Mountains. There are so many places up there to visit. You can go hiking. You can go to the Hatfield and McCoy show. Or you can also go to Dollywood. So those are just a few of my favorites, and I always found myself up there, so I loved visiting, so I had to choose it to represent last year, but since this year is my last year competing in the Miss Tennessee Teen USA pageant, I chose to represent my hometown, which is Knoxville, so I am currently Miss Knoxville Teen USA, and I am so excited for what this year has, and I can't wait to see. Your turn. <laughs> oh, um, and then I, I wanted to know what was coming up next for Caitlin because she said that she has some more pageants that she's competing in, but also she graduates this year. So I want to know what she plans to do oh. moving forward in pageant land. After graduation, I am planning to go to college. I'm not exactly sure where I want to go to college yet, but I'm still figuring it out because I do still have time. But in the future, I plan to possibly open up my own business. I'm not sure what that will be yet, but I'm definitely thinking about it very hard. I'm hoping it will be something in pageantry, something like that would be very cool and definitely in my element. So we'll see with that. But for pageants after this year, I am probably going to focus on college. And if I compete in another pageant, then I will. But I guess we'll just have to stay tuned. It's a two-part question. It is. Yeah, that's good. Because Miss Tennessee Teen is the next big thing for uh, for Caitlin Federick. And I know that uh, one of the things, Caitlin, from seeing your posts and your mom's posts is that uh, 
friends and family can buy ads to support you or uh, contribute to an ad in the program for Miss Tennessee Teen. What's the what's the uh, deal on that? So I do have a couple fundraisers that I'm doing. I am about to come out with a Valentine's Day fundraiser, which will be hot cocoa bombs. I'll be selling those and then brownies and cookies, just things like that to just kind of get people to support me and pay for the remaining of my fees. And I also have a support my ad page. If you just donate $5, then your name will go onto my ad page with one of my pictures. And then I'm also planning to do a another ham and goodies cookie fundraiser. Last year, it turned out so well, and it was really fun, and let's just face it, everyone loves ham and goodies lemon cookies. So that's my plan, so we'll see what happens. All right, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me on the show. I enjoyed it very much, and I would love to be back again one day. Thank you. All right, Caitlin Federick, an absolutely lovely young lady who apparently I've known since she was eight. I didn't realize it had been that long. That's 10 years. Yeah. That's a full decade. (laughs) But she's... Don't get any easier, (laughs) Caitlin. I love you so much. (laughs) But yeah, she's she's going places, which is why I like having her on these shows occasionally because I know that in the years to come, we're going to still hear from her. Yeah. All right. Cool. <sighs> Thanks so much for watching, listening, yeah. subscribing, uh, existing uh, <laughs> to the Christian and Frank show on YouTube. There was a Monday more Monday than this Monday has been Mondayed. Well, thank goodness I had all weekend to edit. Thank goodness. <laughs> uh, and on the audio podcast apps as well. Uh, we'll be back here to talk to you on the Tuesday show. Thank you, Krisha, for putting up with me because hey. you know how I am. <laughs> Hang on. I love you, Frank. I love you, Krisha, because even you, you put up with me even when I, you know what I'm doing. Oh, look, I can feel it. I can feel it happening. Is what? that your butthole tightening? Because that's no, what... okay. I was, I was franking it to 11. Frank it to 11. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>